You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. How many fight songs do you think you could name? Like, I think I could probably name mine, but no other ones. Other than Texas now that we play it like five times a week here on the show. (laughs) That's true. Just Texas. That's all I can name. You know the one song that I know more than anything? I actually downloaded this song. When I say download, you can't download a song. You just have to find it on YouTube. I know. I'm so old. Well, you can't because sometimes I'll take random songs. Or I, sometimes I'll hear an instrumental that I like, and I'm like, what is this instrumental? Mm-hmm. Like, it's so cool. And to find that song and then to find a way to turn it into something that you can listen to outside of YouTube is hard to do. But it's the CBS college football theme song. Ooh. You know what I mean? Like, that song is always, like, running through my head <laughs> in college football season all the time. <laughs> That's the SEC theme song, right? Like the CBS, uh, SEC on CBS. Now it's not that, I guess. Now don't they have like Big tw- uh, Big Ten football on CBS? I know it's changed. Uh, but still, there are some absolute jams when it comes to college football. Like mm-hmm. either it's fight songs or like songs associated with the programs. Because I was li- listening to the LSU one that is very not safe for work. Have you heard the next song? Uh, that they play at LSU that they always want to play like it's called neck and it's very vulgar and if you know anything about LSU or if you've been to their football games they always want the band to play neck and I think they've outlawed it because the lyrics are like very dirty but still there are like little nuances about college football that I really like you know I'm a big band gal I feel like that gets me going band gal Uh, but before band gal like I wasn't in the band I just appreciate the band I think NFL teams should have bands there's nothing better than like the band playing on a third down oh it just gets my juices going <laughs> hey I, I'm with you that's part of to me that's part of the joy of college football is that there's a halftime show with a band or you hear the band play after a first down or to try to get the the home team going or whatever it is and of course there's fight songs so I'm with you that's to me that's one of the special things about college football amongst other things but we are in line there I love a good band too yeah uh so as we get back into betting on college football I think before we get to these games we should probably lay out like some general not guidelines, but helpful tips on betting on week zero. Because I was thinking about this. As I was handicapping these games, are there any underlying principles that we can apply to all of these games? Like I was thinking to myself, okay, it's week zero. 
who has the upper hand? Do we think it's going to be the offenses or do we think it's going to be the defenses? Because if we were talking about the NFL, I would say the defenses Mm -hmm. usually have the upper hand because, you know, there's more things to learn about the playbook, I think, when it comes to the offense, if they have a new uh, offensive coordinator or a new quarterback, which is going to be the case for a lot of these teams because the transfer portal has been hot this offseason. But then I think about watching college football games and how many defensive breakdowns you see uh, in a single game. And it feels like a lot because college football defenses are nowhere mm-hmm. the level that we see in the Correct. NFL. So do you have any like underlying like themes that you think we'll see in college football week zero, whether it's like, you know, dog underdogs will be barking, the unders are the play or like the overs are yeah. the play or anything that you kind of took away uh, after handicapping some of these games? Well, I like the two dogs this weekend, at least on a couple of mm-hmm. games, because you've got Navy taking on Notre Dame as far as ranked teams and San Jose State taking on USC. I like the dogs in both. And it's not always a thing, but I think there's two things at play here, which number one is in any sport, NFL, college football, it takes a while for you to reach full speed, if you know what I mean. If you're a great football team, as good as you might be, you might blow out a team, but it takes a while to sort of hit your peak and get going. That goes for everyone. But also at the same time, I think that these these teams, like if you're USC and you're taking San Jose State on as an example, and you're favored by more than 30 points, there's no real need to pull out all the bells and whistles. And there's always the possibility of a backdoor cover because unless you really want your guys to get a ton more experience, like you can beat a team like San Jose state with your second stringers if for USC. So why not give those guys some run in maybe the fourth quarter? And then if you're the Spartans, conversely, you probably keep playing and maybe there's a possibility that you cover. So this is when I take a hard look at underdogs if I can in college football. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I think you should always take a long, hard look at underdogs in college football because especially when they are facing the brand name schools like USC, like Notre Dame, Mm -hmm. because I think there is a little built into the number that's giving them a little extra credit because the books know that Joe Public is going to say, oh, I remember that team's Mm -hmm. good. Let's take USC by 31 points. So I think that's something to remember. And also when you have these big uh, brand name schools, facing schools that maybe are not going to give him give them much competition is that I'm wondering how much they are putting on film for teams that they are playing later in the season because look at this Notre Dame and Navy game Notre Dame does not really have much of a test until they have Ohio State uh, at the end of September do you think they are going to throw out all the offensive bells and whistles when playing against Navy that they no. might save for Ohio State? I, yeah, the answer is no. So I think we'll see more vanilla offenses the first week of the season. Does that translate to overs or, excuse me, unders? I'm not so sure, but I think it makes me lean more to- more towards uh, taking the points in the underdogs. Yes, absolutely. And then conversely, like let's say you're Navy, then you're going to pull out all the stops. 
absolutely all the exactly. stuff. You're going to do everything you can to win this game. If you're Notre Dame, then you want to keep it vanilla, save some of your offensive and defensive game plans. And also, this is a rivalry game. I know people don't think of it that way, but Navy and Notre Dame play every single year. And historically, the midshipmen play Notre Dame very, very tough. I know when you think of Notre Dame, you think of Notre Dame versus USC. That's probably their primary rival. But Navy is a longtime rival as well. Navy always gets up for the Irish. And this is a team that has a new a new head coach, Brian Newberry, a new offensive coordinator in Grant Chestnut. And what Navy is going to do is they, they like to slow the game down, but also they're going to pass the ball more than we've seen in the past, even though they still run the triple option. So yeah, I'm going to be on the mids not on the money line, but I think this line is too high. And I think you make a very good point about Notre Dame and these, these heavy favorites, not necessarily just going all in. Yeah. I'll be with you on Navy here, getting the 20 and a half. I think you can get it at 21 in some shops. So shop around, get the best number because obviously 21 is a key number when we're talking about touchdowns here. Uh, But also we saw this game last year. And it was a lot closer than people were expecting. In fact, Notre Dame barely won that game, 35-32, to 32, as 17-point favorites. So you're giving me 21 with Navy here? I think when teams run the triple option or something that is a little tougher to prepare for, because we see this, teams that run the triple option, usually service schools uh, or service academy schools, I should say, sometimes it gives the opposing defense Problems that they're not used to seeing because this is not a style of offense that every team runs. So uh, I think I'll take the points with Navy here, especially also because this game is in Dublin. When a game is overseas, I feel Mm -hmm. like it adds a layer of chaos and something to the mix to where, you know, both teams might feel a little bit out of their element. And I'm more uh, willing to take the points because it feels like Notre Dame will want to win and just get out of there. Like when a game is at a weird location, mm-hmm. does it change your handicap at all? A little bit. Uh, more than anything, it makes me a little reticent to bet on the game in the first place just because it's yeah. a factor you normally don't have to account for. But here, I guess you could say it's in Dublin. So, of course, the Irish are going to be the favorite team. This might as well be a home game. <laughs> For them you don't think the guys in ireland are going to be cheering and getting hammered and cheering for the irish of course they are it's exactly what they're going to do but i i think when you have travel like this i don't necessarily it, it benefits either team so again maybe it gives me a little bit of hesitation but in this instance i it doesn't really affect my handicap I'll also say about the total, because that's where my mind went at first. Service Academy unders are usually the play because they are a run-first offense. They slow the clock down. But both of these offenses are actually pretty slow-paced. If you look at uh, Notre Dame last season and Navy, both outside the top 100 when it came to tempo, I know that Notre Dame has a fresh new quarterback. Uh, Sam Hartman comes over from Wake Forest where he put up huge numbers. But I don't expect to see the full uh, blunt of the offense in this game. Like I said, I think they'll be saving some of those bells and whistles for Ohio State later this month. And also, Navy has been good in this spot. 7-0 and against the spread in their last seven games as double-digit dogs. So when you see something like that about how the market treats a certain team, I think that's the difference between 
handicapping some sports and handy handicapping college football is that you have to look at those trends and how certain teams do in certain situations. So Navy as favorites were not good last year, but as double digit underdogs, they were cash money. Is that something that you look at in college football a little differently than say like, you know, baseball, like the market matters in baseball, but it is a little different. No, for sure. Absolutely. It, 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 I think it affects the team more. At least that's just my view that when you have something like that, it's it just has more of a tangible effect. Not that you certainly can't have an effect if you're a skipper or whatever it is, but I feel like in football, there is more of an effect, particularly when you're talking about a heavy dog going up against a, you know, a known name or a national favorite. Then maybe you can use that to your advantage because the heavily favored team doesn't know quite what to expect. God, I want to talk about college football more. I love college I know. football. I don't know how good I am at betting on it, but I am so glad it's back. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.